This is Phantom Electric Ghost, and this episode is Peg on the Down, Phantasmic Orgasmic Tantric. And what this is um, about is our style of recording, which is without a digital audio workstation or DAWless. And we're a big um, fan of the Make Noise Maths module, <clears throat> and um, with some help from uh, Loop Pop. We went back and looked at a review of the maths module and decided to uh, investigate additional capabilities and have been really uh, refining uh, what we can do with our Moog Mother 32 and its 32-step sequencer and the DFAM and its 8-step analog sequencer, which is not MIDI-enabled. Uh, and having the maths module affect both the Mother 32 and the DFAM simultaneously. That's been our technique. In addition, we're using the grandmother from Moog to do some strange modulation lead lines and bass lines. On top of that, we've uh, added some capabilities from the Morphogene uh, sampler to trigger additional modulation on both the DFAM and the Mother 32. So what we like to do is have our analog um, playground of all these modular synths affect our composition. And instead of being on a grid, we are kind of in a feel-based, what you hear is what you get um, exploration. of letting each one of these modular synths tell us you know, where to go. And so we will start a session, we'll unplug all the CV, you know, set everything back to, you know, factory setting and then kind of go off and let let it flow. Another technique we've been doing is taking the Teenage Engineering OPZ, the micro sequencer synthesizer, using that to create drum beats or uh, rhythmic tracks or clips, and then sampling it into the Morphogene. And then taking the Morphogene with the math module to uh, kind of tear it apart into newfound sounds. And we like the the aspect of the, um, the Make Noise Math module is it can bring like an Alexander Cortini kind of noise floor uh, style of a Nine Inch Nails industrial sound, <clears throat> which is a lot of use of noise, a lot of use of dissonance. And lately, we have found that the math module is really good for uh, creating uh, interrupted, off-the-beat, uh, triggered uh, clips, analog clips that are not exactly perfect and can be manipulated by LFOs and envelopes to to a strange effect by changing uh, the intensity of the envelope or the LFO, you can get different rhythmic timings. And by using the math module, in some cases, we'll have uh, the Mother 32 create the rhythm and then bring in a DFAM rhythm or then even bring a sampled uh, clip from an OPZ through a Morphogene and then kind of overriding it, uh, an interesting uh, lead or bass line from the grandmother. In addition, uh, we love the spring reverb on the grandmother to do additional noise kind of effects. And the System 1M um, synthesizer from Roland we love to use for 
additional kind of atmospheric synth or additional rhythmic capability as, as well as the Arteria beats, um, beats that Pro we use for rhythm control. And then we also use an Arteria Mini Brute 2S, which is part of our 6U Eurorack solution. And we find that the Arteria Mini Brute 2S is a very good rhythmic synthesizer, percussive synthesizer. It can do a lot of interesting things with its state variable filter and its, um, you know, modulation, well, it's um, looping envelope <clears throat> it can create really good um, drum patterns. And we've used uh, the notch filter to do that and the low and high pass filters to do that. And um, it gives us a different feel than the ladder filters on a lot of our modes. We've got three modes, as I said, the DFAM, the Mother 32, and the Grandmother. And they, they all have the ability to do high pass uh, filtering, but the state variable filter on on the Arteria maybe to us gives us a different technique. And then the OPZ gives us a different feel. And then the Roland um, filters on the JDXI and on um, System 1M have a very different feel than the Moog or the Arteria synths. And so if we take each synth of what it can do and kind of jumble them up into a gumbo of sound. Uh, the first song on here is called Fantastic Orgasmic Trantic. It, it starts off with a rhythm on a Mother 32, which is kind of snare hi-hat based, and then cuts in with a DFAM heavy beat that we put in uh, that we have manipulated by the maths module. We kind of go back and forth between the Mother 32 rhythm, sometimes taking a lead, sometimes in the back, uh, and then playing around with the oscillator selection on the DFAM, which is a way to change the rhythm in certain sections of the song. And then a lot of use of noise uh, in this song as well. And then the vocal, we've been playing with vocoders since the JDXI brought us into the, the world. Uh, Josephine Electric, the lead singer of Am Electric Ghost with the soprano setting. We moved to the VT3 to be able to separate the vocals from the drums because on the JDXI we had some issues with that. Then we moved to the VT4, which has a lot of capabilities. It's a deeper polyphony than the VT3, which is monophonic and um, ability to do harmony, more controls over like noise, floor, and other things that you can do. Um, the only thing that's missing, we don't, don't know why they did this, and maybe there's an update we don't know about, but the, the actual um, scatter, which is in the VT3, was taken out. And the VT3 scatter we use a lot. Um, and it has like a delayed effect, and it has a different feel than what's on the MX1 performance mixer. Because it's tied to the vocoder, it really handles things a lot differently. And the other thing we like to do is we like to use the microphone profiles on our Zoom R24. Now, we use a Studio Electronics X1 condenser mic but we've got it running through um, the VT3 or 4, and then it goes into the Zoom R24. Now, in the R24, we can have it mimic a C414, an SM57, a U57. We do a lot of interesting mic profiles, and we've been getting into that in the last three months is using the mic profile capability on the Zoom that we maybe didn't realize we had. And um, we're always discovering things, like even the Zoom R24 has a sample sampler on it and it has sample drum beats and sometimes we use it 
is not as intuitive as some of the other drum machines that we have. Our preferred drum machine has been the Beatstep Pro tied to the JDXI. The second has been the DFAM, and the third has been the OPZ. Now, originally, we used the drum sets on the um, on a Roland uh, Juno GI and the actual recording system within the JDXI, I mean the Juno, to actually lay down recording. Our original recording for something wicked, Indigo Menace and Synesthesia Neo Soul Surrender were all recorded using the digital recorder inside of the, the Juno. And this is prior to when we had the Zoom R16. And a lot of our first couple albums were done with the, using the, the actual capabilities of the Juno GI and then later bringing in the BeatStep Pro and adding both of those capabilities at the same time. And, re, and then eventually we, we recorded down to the Zoom R16 once we got that. <clears throat> and that was the original style of recording. Since then, we've increased our capabilities with mastering from SoundCloud with uh, their ability to do the mastering with Dolby Labs. And we always do longer form songs that are longer than 10 minutes. We use uh, Landar, which was our premier uh, mastering service for a long time. We have worked with the record labels like Mojo Heads, Bentley Records, and PR World Label, where their recording engineers have done work on our work. Bentley Records has the most um, tracks that were engineered by them. Uh, it was over from 2018 or well, 2019. We work with them for a year and all of our tracks are still there. There's a large amount of singles, probably 40 some odd singles that were engineered by Bentley. So we've gone through and done many things in the, in the industry. Our um, PR World record label EP, Family Like Ghost EP was engineered by PR World. And Mojo Heads Records uh, did our two singles um, that we have released on them. Uh, so... You get into the next song. Well, the song we talk about the content of Fantastic Orgasmic Trantic is, you know, it's a sex romp that Josephine's into. She always plays the dominatrix alpha dominant character. And in this one, she's just uh, associating trance, come with a new term, trantic, as a fantastic orgasmic situation that she's just really uh, exposed her sensuality to the synesthesia of sound. And so, you know, the sound triggers an orgasm. The scent triggers a memory. Um, the feel of the music triggers emotion. And that is how she operates in the world. She's a very sensual being, being a ghost and kind of in between world. We've talked about this before, about her, her origin. We have some Bentley songs that actually talk about how she came to be. Um, the other song we like a lot, which has got a really good use of the maths module to create a very uh, interesting, uh, uh, you know, it's it's kind of, well, it's got this kind of stop and start uh, separated glitched beat that we used it to take a, a repetitive beat on a DFAM. I mean, you can, you can slow a DFAM down, you can get it to have pauses, by playing with the, the the actual velocity control, but we find that actually using the math module to add um, rests in between the notes is a cool technique that the math module was really built to do because it can slow down with its LFO and envelope generators. It can slow 
doubter introduce those kind of pauses. And then it also can trigger interesting noise, um, rhythmic, uh, analog uh, clips. And so we like to use that along with our grandmother, which can do that as well. Uh, and so this song, um, All Idols Are Down, is the idea that Josephine isn't into false idols and she doesn't want people to idolize her or idolize her. Um, though she's a dominant one, so that's kind of antithetical. But she basically is saying, you know, you can kind of look at it two ways. Our, our, all idols are down. So does she mean they're, they're, that they're down with it, that it's cool? Or are they actually down because they're like, all the idols, all the false idols are not, they're not believable and no one, no one trusts them anymore. So it kind of, in today's politics, there's a lot of ideas that the presidency is kind of down. Uh, religious leaders are looked, you know, are not as uh, uh, trustworthy anymore. Um, celebrities aren't as trustworthy anymore. People who have seen their idols kind of fall from grace in all kinds of situations. So this is a song that kind of relays this feeling that Josephine has that things have kind of fallen apart in society. And that's what this song kind of represents. And it's got a very industrial sound. It's Nine Inch Nails type of sound um, that we're into this punk aesthetic and electronic music. And this particular song, because it's not using the rolling GI guitar sounds we use, it's all Moog, it's all analog, has a different feel, but it still has this kind of punk aesthetic and guitar focus that we have with some of our synths, trying to get them to sound as as crunchy as, as the industrial guitar. But you can tell these are synths more than what we do with our rolling stuff. Um, and then we have the song Drown Sub Meme, which is part of a bunch of, came out of a collection of songs that we were doing with the idea of memes. And this one, again, is this idea of going down to the river, kind of like a Neil Young, you know, everybody knows this is nowhere um, kind of concept of uh, Josephine being uh, attacked by a predator at the river and the person thinking that they've gotten rid of her and then Josephine basically turning it around and making that protagonist her sub. Um, and so she's going to dominate the situation at the end, which is something we've been working in her character for a long time. And then Zen Noise Floor is this idea of using noise and uh, having that be a religion in itself and Josephine embracing all aspects of dissonance and discordance. And so that's what's going on with these songs. Now, we are always looking at all kinds of new gear. And since we're talking about make noise stuff, we think it's really cool that there's now a full trio of the make noise desktop sense with the Strega, which is a real noise floor machine. It seems to really excel at noise manipulation with its um, karaoke delay and its triangle, uh, um, a complex oscillator. So it's not exactly a Buchla machine. It's a little different. Alexander Cortini helped develop it. We've seen a lot of really cool um, reviews of it. Waiting for the Loop Pop review, waiting for the Sonic State review. Uh, but Make Noise has had all kinds of people go and run it from Heimbach to uh, Sarah. Uh, on on the net, and we've watched all of those, and we've watched the make noise um, demos. It's a very 
for a hardware synth dollars um, synth um, producer, these make noise products are kind of like what the doctor ordered. It's kind of like the Moog idea, except they're a lot smaller footprint than a mother or a grandmother or a matriarch or any of the Moog products. They're desktop oriented. We would like to see make noise actually create a rack system for these officially with a a, a three tiered plug system. Um, or make it so that these can fit in the Euro rack in some way with the conversion, but with a rack mount. Um, but we haven't seen them do that yet. Uh, but there are ways to get wood racks built for this on Etsy. We've seen them, so we know about that. But we're also interested, everybody knows of a three-in-one power supply so that you can have a zero coast, a no coast, and zero control all in one thing with one plug that has three uh, points to get into all these machines and makes it easy setup. So we're very interested in that. We're very interested in a new Roly keyboard, which has polyphonic aftertouch and actually you can shake the key like on the old uh, drum um, CS, well not this, CS1 or what is it? Well, it's the dream machine where CX1 um, from Yamaha had the ability to have polyphonic aftertouch and the ability to shake a key to do vibrato, vibrato or pitch bending with a key shake, which is pretty cool. But it's only, it's like $400 or three, $300 for a half of a keyboard. It's not even, not even like a 49 key. If you take two of them together, maybe you can end up with 49. I got to look at it or 36. Um, it's very expensive. It's a cool thing to have. It's something we would look at if we're on the road because it's a modular keyboard and you can use it with something like a three-tiered zero control, no coast, and Strega. We think that if you're into really interesting kind of West Coast and both, um, in you know, the actual East Coast style, subtract the synthesis the make noise products are really interesting to use and um we're kind of torn between getting that and a moog uh subharonicon which we think is a great machine uh to add to a lot of our polyrhythmic stuff that we do already with the, our setup you know if you have a mass module and then you have all the sequences we have we can end up doing a lot of poly polyrhythmic stuff and kind of tying them together with the with the CVs that can kind of control me all and get them in different forms or not even control, connect them, just kind of do it by ear. So the other thing that we think is really cool um, that they've done is they've actually um, uh, made a second screen for the new Versa Lab, but we still think that uh, the actual MC707 is a better solution. We've wondered why Roland doesn't introduce um, their phantom touch screens onto some of these, uh, these, some of these like groove boxes. It seems like a missed opportunity. They're still using the same screens that they have had on our Junos or JDXIs or any of the Rollins that you have. Uh, they haven't updated except for the, 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 the phantom, the touch screen capability that you can see on something from like a, the AK, Akai Force. But we'd say 707 has some superior capabilities because they have this has a Zencore engine. And now the Zencore engine has the ability to bring in the Jupiter 8 and um, the SH-101. And so you can do that now on a Phantom. So that's a big 
plus and the rd piano is a great piano so as a composer we've been very much um interested in in getting a workstation because being a dollars recording artist uh, the workstation is close to our heart of what we like to do because we right at the board we can make a lot of decisions and do a lot of our workflow and if we work with somebody that has to that works in the clip-based method then the phantom allows us to actually bring their clips in and an ableton uh you know type of flow and then still introduce the way we like to record with the tr recording techniques and then the kind of just off the cuff stuff that you can do on the phantom because you can link all your modular gear and then bring everything in and sample it and then save it and produce it we would like them to actually build in a more of a multi-track uh recording solution other than sampling because right now i think my understanding is that once you build a song you can sample it and then bring it down to a wave file but we would like to actually not have to use the daw to record it this you know i believe you can in a way but it would be cool to have it do what a zoom does but you know i guess they're not zoom so my solution would be if i've got all these multi-tracks and i've got my zoom r24 i'd probably track everything by just muting and unmuting tracks and then running it into the zoom r24 to track it or get an l20 and use the playback method to run it and if I can assign different outputs, I could actually use the L20 to record multiple tracks all at once and put them down and then have them at 96 kilohertz, you know, megahertz uh, on an L20, <clears throat> which is a cool solution. If you go to the SD card, you can get it to do it that way and then load it into our mastering solution, which is the way we record, kind of giving us the full breadth of what we do. Again, if you like what we're doing here and you like our, our podcast, we are doing video podcasts through StreamYard now that we convert to audio on Anchor. Um, we did a really good interview with Aza Kabaria, a flautist. Uh, it's probably one of our best interviews we've ever done video-wise. So if you like what we did there, uh, please contact us on the voice memo with your Facebook username for a direct message, and we'll talk to you later. Your love is so wild and tight. You're not the marrying kind. Your dress is red now, white.
like me.